0: Hey there! Mr. Reddit here! Welcome back to another episode of r slash Entitled Parent Stories. Our first story we'll be reading today. Entitled Mom at Starbucks Gets Instant Karma. After that, the most entitled guy I met on a dating site. And after that, am I the jerk for refusing to take a DNA test to keep my inheritance? Now for every thumbs up this video gets, one Karen does not get any Starbucks. We work on these videos for 5 hours a day. I need my coffee so please smash that like button and if you're new subscribe and turn on notifications for new stories from reddit every single day entitled mom at starbucks gets instant karma this happened a while ago and something reminded me of it today buckle in it's a wild ride at my job we used to always rotate getting coffee for our team from the starbucks down the street i was oh so fortunate to have it be my turn on this day Everyone placed their online orders and when I arrived to pick up the order, the place was slammed. So I walked over to where you wait for online pickup orders. The barista, SB, who was there knows us since we go so often and knows that it's a one-cup holder for those same four names and drinks every time. He was super apologetic and explained that they were behind because they had gotten a sudden rush and were short-staffed. No problem, I can wait. While waiting, I decided to use the ladies' room and when I came back, I see a drink holder with my order and someone else grabbing it and carrying it to her table. I knew this was my order because it was the exact same combo of drinks we always got. Thinking it was an honest mistake, I approached this woman, Entitled Mom, and saw she had two daughters with her, sitting at the table. Entitled Kid 1 is maybe around 4 and Entitled Kid 2 is probably closer to 8 or 9. This is where it gets weird. Note, they did not grab straws yet. Me. Ma'am, I'm sorry, but I think you might have grabbed my order. Entitled Mom. We are not waiting in that line, and you clearly didn't want it. Entitled Kid 2. Yeah, finders keepers, losers weepers. Me. Um, no. I went to the bathroom real quick while I was waiting, but that is definitely my order. I could see the names on the side of the cups. Entitled Mom. Well, how are my girls supposed to know what they want unless they get to try it first? These were just sitting up there with nobody claiming them, so they were abandoned. They should at least be allowed to sample them. Grab me some of those straws since you're just standing around. Me. So you're saying that I should either just give you my order or allow your kids to try them before taking them? At this point, the barista has realized something is going on and comes over to the table. Barista. I'm sorry, ma'am but there seems to have been some sort of a mix-up. This is her order. If you can tell me the name on yours, I'd be happy to go get it for you. We don't have an order yet. We want to try these first to see if we like them. And we need straws. Barista. That's not how this works. I'm sorry, but those are drinks that are already paid for by someone else. They aren't free samples. You'll need to place an order of your own. Entitled Kid 1. Mommy, I want the chocolate one. Entitled Kid 2 no i want the chocolate one entitled mom see my kids are thirsty and that line is just way too long to eat in especially if they don't even know what they want me realizes that the chocolate drink the kids are pointing at is literally eight shots of espresso over ice with some almond milk and a drizzle of chocolate syrup so i know they aren't going to like it and will probably freak out and not want anything you know what you're right Asking you to wait like everyone else is just unacceptable. Go right ahead and try that one. I don't mind. At that point, the younger kid grabs the cup, removes the lid, takes a huge gulp, immediately gags, goes to put the cup back on the table and spills it all over Entitled Mom. Entitled Mom grabs the kids and drags them out, screaming at us the whole time. I stuck around and helped Barista clean up the mess as I definitely contributed to it and he remade the drink for me. When I got back to work, my co-workers asked if I got lost because I was gone for so long. That was probably the highlight of my week. Speaking of Starbucks, what's your favorite thing to get at Starbucks? Please let us know. Camel coconut frappuccino for the win. The most entitled guy I met on a dating site. This took place between 2004-2005. My sister convinced me to make an online dating account thinking no harm. The worst part was my mom decided to play around with my profile as I went to the bathroom. Yeah, dumbest thing I know. During setup, she put some of what she thought I was or should be into. So yeah, she told me entered, saved, and we waited for a few days. There were a few hits and a few misses. Most of the people hitting my profile kind of just weren't my type. When I saw what was put on it, I lost it. My mother attempted to say I was into sports. I wasn't. She did some changes to my profile and claimed it would get me a date. I was upset because she didn't trust me to make my own darn decisions on a guy. About a week later I got messaged by this one guy, I will call him Eric. He was kind of interesting, at least by his photograph. We talked for about a day or two and chose to meet up. He told me to pick the restaurant which I did and also since I was between classes we could meet. We met in front of an Indian restaurant which my parents were friends with the owner. Eric showed up and was starting to give me a bad feeling. He said he didn't like my choice and dragged me to an old Chicago. He paid. I guess I was fine but I was annoyed I was eating a salad instead of a huge pizza. I had to tell him I was in Taekwondo and I needed to go light before class. You would think he would understand but he said it wasn't a real sport and thought it was weird. I was a bit annoyed but smiled and thought, okay, this is a one date. He will leave me alone after he finds we are not a match. Yeah, no. He decided to ask me about some plans for about a week later. Uh, I had a convention I was going to. When I told him my plans, he said nowhere on my profile did it say I was a nerd. I explained my mother helped me set up and deleted part of my hobbies. He just told me whatever, just to cancel my convention plans to go see a football game with him and his pals. Now I put my foot down and said no. He said since he put forth effort to meet, I owed him. I was seriously upset and left. He paid my bill, but he messaged me via email, which I forwarded to my mother, telling her what this guy did. He told me the game time and what he wanted me to get to prepare. I literally ignored him and I went to the convention. I had already booked a hotel room and had friends rooming with me. I did not tell them about any of this and just moved on. As soon as I got to the hotel, My mom called to say Eric was on his way to the hotel. She believed he was joining me for the weekend at the convention. Oh God, he showed up and looked really angry. He demanded I unbook my room, which he said was a waste of money, and demand a refund on my badge because we were going to a football game. One of my friends, I will call Scott, who was a peacekeeper and was on security for the convention, asked the guy to leave. Of course, the guy said I was his girlfriend and I had it. I am not your girlfriend! You should have gotten the hint when I didn't reply to your demands to see the game. I hate football. He got mad and told me that he would give me a bad review on my account. I just told him good and Scott made me get on his laptop after the guy left to shut down my account. After the incident I got an email from some guy named Paul who was Eric's friend in Ride. He apologized for what happened and hoped I had a good convention because Eric ruined the football game for him and his wife. We should have gone to your convention because you actually sounded like a way better person to hang out with than him. So far, Eric was just an entitled jerk who just felt he had to boss me around. Have you ever met anyone from a dating site? If so, how did it go? Please let us know. Dating sites always matched me up with Kevin's and Chad's, so eventually I just settled for Reddit boy over here. Am I the jerk for refusing to take a DNA test to keep inheritance? I, 25, male, am having a clash of morals and obligations and would like an outside perspective. When I was 13, my parents passed and I was raised by my paternal grandparents. It was the easiest choice since they lived in the same area when my parents were alive and visited them frequently. I am my grandparents' only grandchild as the aunt, 43 female, is child free, so when they passed on, they left me their house. The current total value of the house is around $500,000, and that's lowballing the estimate, and it's fully paid off, so I basically have a really good head start in life, although I could never imagine selling it. Recently, I was approached by a man, 38 male, John, claiming to be my grandfather's son and would like a DNA test to verify it. I was shocked and didn't believe him and told him to buzz off because that would mean that my grandfather cheated on my grandmother. He also contacted my aunt and she recognized him as the neighbor's kid who moved away years ago. Apparently, my grandparents were friends with his parents but then one day there was a huge fight and the couple moved away. John stated that his mom had an affair with my grandfather and when the husband found out, he divorced his mom and they were forced to sell their house. John said that his mom's husband wanted nothing to do with him since he wasn't sure if he was the father and abandoned him. Years later John tracked him down and after a DNA test was confirmed that he wasn't the father. John's mom confessed that the only other possible candidate was my grandfather. John's mom insisted her ex was the father for years. My aunt lives in another country so John has been asking me to do a DNA test so that he can finally know for sure who his grandfather is. I was willing to do it until my girlfriend 26 female brought up the issue of ownership of the house i did a quick check and if the dna test proves that john is indeed my grandfather's son he might be able to sue for a share of the estate if it came down to it i would be forced to sell my home because there's no way i could buy out even one-third of the share if john wanted it i contacted john and said that i would be more than willing to do a dna test but only under the condition that he sign away any rights or claims to the house if he's proven to be my grandfather's son via paperwork that my lawyer will draw up. I didn't hear from John for days but then got an angry call from a woman claiming to be his wife who called me greedy and selfish, that I couldn't possibly know that pain of not knowing who my father is and that my grandfather owes John. I hung up on her and contacted a lawyer. So far, unless John can present enough evidence to create doubt, he doesn't have much of a case especially since the possible father is already passed while i'm content with never giving john what he wants until he waives his rights and my aunt won't either his wife has begun stalking me on social media and putting me on blast am i the jerk eta just in case this wasn't clear and to give more info one my aunt is aware of everything and supports what i'm doing two my grandparents will was very clear once they both passed i get the house my aunt got their life insurance policy We split the remainder of their savings, and sentimental items were to be given to the designated people. There was no mention of giving anything for a possible secret long-lost kid. 3. My grandparents were cremated, so John wouldn't be able to even request that my grandfather be tested, although my aunt and I haven't told him that. 4. I did initially block his wife, but she created other accounts. 5. I'm an American and I live in the USA. Well what would you do in this situation? Would you go ahead and get the DNA test or not? Please let us know. Heck no. I'd tell John and his wife to buzz off. That time a boss destroyed his own company. This is my dad's story, but he's not into Reddit. My dad is a hard worker. This happened about 15 years ago. Worked for a company that fixed and rented heavy equipment. Backhoes, scissor lifts, steamrollers, forklifts, etc. His boss, the CEO of the company, whom he reported to directly, Was a middle-aged Italian guy whose grasp of English was tenuous at best. He understood what people were saying but had trouble communicating his own intentions back clearly. On the other hand, my dad had zero grasp of Italian but spoke perfect English. However, he was a solid mechanic who would go on to make the machine bay of this company something approaching a Sherman production line a la 1943. Things got done. And even though he didn't always understand what the boss wanted him to do, he just focused on the reason he was hired, manage the repair bay, hire new mechanics, train new hires, and off-site on-call repairs. Well, boss guy gets in his head that my dad is going to replace him as the leader of the company because he's much better like, speaks perfect English in an English-speaking country, and has basically all the department heads coming to him for help, even though he's technically only in charge of the repair bay. And so, he calls my dad in, chews him out. We think it was mostly Italian, so my dad wasn't picking up on it, but the tone indicated as much and manages to communicate that he's being fired for poor work performance. And my dad just smiles, shakes the guy's hand and leaves. And thanks to his less than firm grasp on both the English language and business law, the boss guy just sent him on his way with his last paycheck and nothing else. So my dad started his own business. In the heavy equipment mechanic market and after telling all of his old work buddies about the situation suddenly got a bunch of new hires and his old workplace suddenly had a lot of vacancies that the boss had no idea how to fill because the guy he had hired to do that had just been fired he went under about six months later sometimes my dad drives past where the old shop was on his way to a call when he does he just laughs and laughs edit for anyone who's been saying this isn't malicious compliance, here's why I think it is. When my dad was brought into the office, he knew right away that he was getting fired and he knew right away what the heck he was being fired for. Of course, the boss didn't say that the reason he was firing my dad was because he was feeling threatened by my dad's popularity and work ethic. Instead, he just blustered through my dad's poor work performance and fed him a line of BS about how he had put up with it for a long time but enough was enough and my dad thought about taking him to court, but then, as he tells it, a bolt of lightning came down from on high, and he just reached out and shook his boss' hand. He knew that if he took the jerk to court, he might get money out of him, almost certainly he would have, but his boss would have had time to think about things and try to force a non-compete contract down his throat. By just resigning immediately, he knew his ex-boss would never even think of it until it was too late, and he double-timed it putting in paperwork to get his new company off the ground before ex-boss could think of it. So maybe I didn't explain details and motivations clearly enough, but based on how my dad told the story, I think it definitely fits into malicious compliance. Am I the jerk for telling my friend my son is just as deserving as her son? My son and a friend's son both entered a lottery for a local charter high school that specializes in STEM. My son was granted entry, the friend was not. It's unfortunate but also out of my control. It came up in conversation that my son had gained entry when I was visiting this friend. She asked that I transfer my son's spot to her son because she had become aware that I live in a good public school district. I explained that my son is extremely passionate about the areas the school specializes in so would be attending, never mind that what she was proposing probably isn't even allowed. She tried to assert that because her son would not have access to as good a school otherwise that my son should free up the spot for someone more needy. Her son was in the room as this was being discussed. I didn't feel I could speak freely in the presence of a kid involved so I suggested we continue talking in another room or at another time. She said this concerned her son so he should be a part and kept instigating him with questions like, tell her how excited you would have been to go to that school, don't you think you deserve this spot? He seemed uncomfortable at first but obviously did feel strongly and passionately that he deserved to go so warmed up to participating in the conversation. Finally, I wanted to end the back and forth and just told her, my son is just as deserving as your son. It was a random lottery, he's your responsibility, not mine. This isn't the only option for education you have you knew admission wasn't a sure thing and it was wrong to pin his hopes on it and left now looking back i feel badly because i worry i should have removed myself rather than engage in front of her son two wrongs don't make a right and just because she wasn't being the best adult doesn't give me an excuse to do what i did but i do believe the things i said and i'm not the one who put her son in the situation so i'm really broken up am i the jerk well, who do you think is the jerk? OP or her friend? Please let us know. New manager wanted my dad gone. Oops. This is my old man's story from around 8 years ago. I've gotten a lot of enjoyment out of this subreddit so I thought I'd share. My dad, X, was a first-generation Asian immigrant with a PhD who had been working as a senior engineer for a shell refinery for almost 2 decades. Dad didn't socialize much with his other coworkers, partially because he had a 2-hour round-trip commute and partially because he just didn't share many of the same cultural touchstones as them, being an immigrant. Still, he was highly respected by his coworkers because he was really good at his work. Being a math whiz, he even came up with his own, extremely complicated, resource allocation algorithm that generated significant efficiency improvements for their refinery. Let's call this X algorithm You have to understand, this was a major, multi-billion dollar refinery so he was now literally saving the refinery millions every year. If he was a more entrepreneurial sort, he probably would have negotiated and gotten either lifetime royalties or promoted into management track, but he was happy with just the rink-a-dink plaque, plus his ex-algorithm making his work much easier for him. He was at the company for 19 years. Over the course of these 19 years, most of his managers either retired or were promoted into senior management outside his orbit. But each time they'd tell the new replacement, hey, don't mess with X, he's a good dude and saves the company a ton of money. Dad didn't play the schmoozing game, so he stayed as a senior engineer and never made it into management track. But he was alright with that. Unfortunately, during the 19th year, there was a 3-month gap between the last manager leaving and the new manager arriving. This time, the message wasn't conveyed. The new manager was a nightmare. Unlike the previous supervisors my dad had, she was in her early to mid-twenties, fresh out of college with just a bachelor's in management and zero engineering background. She was now supposed to manage a team of mostly PhDs with decades of experience in the field. To be fair, that probably wasn't easy for her either. She had the typical liberal arts college attitude of always knowing better than you. And heck, I say that as a liberal arts major and there was immediately friction between her and my dad. She probably just wanted to demonstrate her authority being new and my dad seemed like an easy target being the old guy in the department who never hung out with anyone. It all came to a head one day when she very publicly called him out on some calculations she claimed he got wrong and offered rather smugly to teach him the math behind it. Oh, heck no. Asians in particular tend to care a great deal about face and respect, especially for your elders. Here was this 20-something business management bachelors with no experience trying to publicly embarrass him, an Asian man in his 60s, and say that she was going to teach him math. Yeah, no. My dad quite brusquely demonstrated that his calculations were in fact correct, and then started doing something I really wouldn't recommend. He seized every opportunity to publicly call her out and embarrass her when she got her stuff wrong, which was quite often. Things got bad real bad. The new manager wasn't going to take this lying down, so every week she tried to seize any excuse to write my dad up for purported mistakes and infractions. This went on for a full year. He had gotten an outstanding rating on every annual report since 1995. The new manager tried to give him a not adequate rating on the 2014 one and basically threatened to fire him, one year short of his 20-year retirement with pension, unless he wrote a self-critique And came up with a self-improvement plan that was the absolute last straw my old man had lived through the cultural revolution in china which was all about stupid teens and college kids harassing their elders and making them write self-confessions and self-criticisms he wasn't going to put up with this crap so he said forget it and gave hr his one month's notice you want me gone i'm gone forget you and your pension the first day all was quiet the next day all heck broke loose while none of us were there, this is how we imagined things went down. New manager. X has decided to quit instead of improve his performance. Senior manager. Oh, okay. Wait, so who is going to run the X algorithm? New manager. X algorithm? Senior manager. Oh, no. Senior management basically realized that no one besides him even knew how it worked, much less would be able to maintain and operate it. He had created it all from scratch. Once dad was gone, the algorithm would be gone with it, along with the millions in efficiency savings each year. The head of HR and a VP level executive immediately scheduled a conference with him and the new supervisor, and the company caved all the way. Dad no longer had to report to the new manager. His annual report was changed to Outstanding, and he's now reporting directly to the VP. His job also changed. His only responsibility for the next year, until his retirement date, was to spend a few months in training his replacement on the usage and maintenance of the algorithm. Once his replacement was fully trained, he had no other responsibilities. He could just sit at home and collect his paycheck until his retirement date came. I'd love to say that the new hire was punished for that year of crap, but that probably wasn't the case. I also wish that Pops would have demanded more for the future usage of the algorithm, but that year of constant fighting had banged him up mentally as well. Addendum 1 I absolutely agree that the old man could have handled it better as well. My mom and I told him as much at the time. It's almost never beneficial to be going to war with your boss, but he was just too old and ornery to put up with any levels of crap at all, especially from someone who objectively knew much less than him. Am I the jerk for locking any food I make in my room away from my family? I, 19, male, live with my parents and three brothers, 25, 22, and 17. And yeah, I pay rent pay half of my utilities and buy my own stuff. My parents were pretty big on that if we wanted to keep living there that we had to pay for everything ourselves and help with the bills. With lockdown last year and being stuck at home I started getting into cooking more and learning how to make new dishes. I bought some cookbooks for beginners and watched YouTube videos. It became like a hobby for me to cook new stuff, also baking sometimes. My family just orders takeout so no one really cooks. My dad started making fun of me being the lady of the house because even my mom doesn't cook. Then my brothers started to tease sometimes too. I don't know why it was such a big deal. They got me a pink apron as a joke gift ones. I work full-time, so sometimes I don't have the energy to make a whole dinner when I get home from work. So I started cooking weekends and making sure I had enough leftovers for the week. Guess who started eating whatever leftovers I left in the fridge? My dad. Sometimes my brothers, but mainly my dad because i'd get home and he'd be there eating it didn't bother him in the beginning but what did is the fact that he was still making jokes about me yet still eating the food that i was making i told him he's a hypocrite for doing that but he doesn't see it as anything because it's food for the family according to him last week i made lemon garlic butter chicken thighs with green beans and i was craving it like crazy at work when i got home it was gone so that really got to me and on the weekend I bought myself a mini fridge with a lock to put in my room and that's where I'm putting whatever dinner I make. Now my dad is getting all upset for overreacting to his jokes and being stingy with my food. I already told them I don't like the jokes they make and that they still think it's fine to eat my food. Like, I'm fine with making some for them, but not if they keep calling me names for it. That's why I'd rather just keep it from them then. They're still telling me I'm being too dramatic and my mom agrees since they're only playing around with me. So now I don't know, was it too much that I'm locking my food away in my room and not wanting them to have any? Am I the jerk for moving out without my husband and taking the couch with me? I, female 28, have a rough situation. I didn't get into college and my parents weren't supportive. I started working several retail jobs and obviously wasn't able to save money because of constant needs like medical needs, groceries, self-care, etc. We lost our apartment, we moved in with my husband's family. They have a 4 bedroom home. They had rules. No internet. No dogs were allowed. I miss my boys. No showering unless one a week. Every morning I wake up to the sound of my brother-in-law's kids yelling trying to find their socks, books or my sister-in-law arguing and begging her fiancé to not leave after they had another argument. Father-in-law yelling at the neighbor for God knows what. Brother-in-law yelling at the kids or mother-in-law telling me to get ready to work around the house before leaving for work. They've taken over the couch I brought with me. The family would start welcoming me, saying, Hey, come join us, on the couch. Then when I did, no one wanted to give me space to sit. I ended up sitting on the arm of the couch every time. Lately, my sister-in-law's fiancé sleeps on it after their nightly arguments. Every time I talked to my husband about getting our own place to rent, he'd first ask, Why can't you get along with the others, silly? Goes on about how families needed in times like this to keep us cheered up and supported. Then says he'd save up half and I save up half for rent. But at the end of each month, he'd tell me he spent the money on groceries or other things since that's what he gives to his family in return. It was hopeless, because even if we were able to save up to pay rent for one month, I'm sure my husband won't be able to save money for next month's rent, and we'd be humiliated and kicked out. Two weeks ago, I got back from work To find out that my husband used the money that we were going to pay for our apartment on a gaming chair we had an argument a huge one i packed my stuff and left with my couch i found a place to rent with a roommate i've been here for two weeks he texted me at night saying the chair was brother in law's idea and he returned it eventually however he and his family didn't appreciate me leaving like that he argued that i was making it look like his family were bad folks and the couch shouldn't have been taken as well He wanted me to come back so we could rent a place together next month. He meant June. I refused since I already paid. He's not accepting it, calling me mean and selfish for what I did. Well, who do you think is the jerk? OP or her husband? Please let us know. I hope you divorce this guy. Him and his family sound like a bunch of yahoos. Karens are starting to realize some of the dynamics have changed. Last week, glorious night. Party of six comes in headed by a Karen. Once two, four top, high top tables pushed together, host says can't do it. Social distancing, you'll be too close to the other table next to you now. Let me speak to the manager. She's calm, just insistent, and it's obvious she's played this card before. I roll up, how can I help? Can we push these two tables together? No, can't, social distancing, and now you're too close to the next table. You can have that table that's for six in the corner, you can have that booth for six after we clean it, Or you can have that table for six outside after they get up, about 10 minutes. All the while I'm pointing to each table like I'm showing them emergency exits on an airplane. You can't push those tables to- No, we will not be moving tables. You can have, and I point to the tables again. You know what I think? She begins turning to her friend. You know what I think? Both of them together. We go somewhere else. At this point, I clap my hands together and say, thank you and have a great night and immediately turn around and walk away. The best part is Karen stares at the back of my head for a solid 2 seconds before she shuffled out. I didn't realize this until I watched the video of the exchange, easily made number 3 in my career highlight reel, but only one of the handful of Karen moments since we reopened. The Karens decided to leave the restaurant? Oh, that poor manager. Please come watch this video next, you're gonna love it. And support our channel by joining as a member today, and we'll give you a special shout-out in our next video. And to have us make any video you'd like us to, head to our Fiverr, link pinned in the comments below.